Welcome back to Cycle Wisdom, where we empower women to restore natural cycles, to improve health, and promote fertility. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Minger, and I am so glad you are listening today. On today's episode, we're going to talk about menstrual migraines, what defines them, how we treat them, and how we can work together to get to a point of where migraines are not so severely impacting your life. We're going to start off today with a true patient story about someone we'll call Cindy. Now, Cindy was about 35 when she came to see me, and she had been suffering from migraines for quite some time. She was actually already charting her cycles because she was trying to get pregnant. Her cycles looked pretty normal, and she wasn't having any major issues with regularity. However, one of the things she started to realize, along with tracking her cycles, was that she was having headaches or more severe migraines. She started to see that her migraines were much more severe around the time of her period, especially a few days before her period and sometimes lasting throughout the first few days of the onset of her cycle. She did have migraines at other times of her cycle as well, but during her period is when they were the most intense and less responsive to the medications she had been prescribed. Now, Cindy had a couple of days each month that she actually missed going to work because the migraines were so bad. She had tried many different medications out there from her primary care doctor, and she had even seen a neurologist who put her on some special medications to try and help with preventing the migraines, as well as other prescription strength medications she could take when the migraines actually came on. Although these medications helped a little bit, She still was suffering significantly, and again, especially around the time of her period. So Cindy and I worked together to identify a few things that were going on. In addition to tracking her cycles and when the migraines were occurring, we also started to have her keep a diary of any potential triggers that would give the onset of these more severe migraines. With this tracking, we asked her to write down when she had a migraine if there were any particular foods that would set off her migraines, any stress, exercise, certain activities, basically we were searching for any other factors that were potentially playing a role when it came to her migraines. The other thing that we did is to take a really good look at her diet, what she was eating, her vitamin intake, her supplements, all of those pieces, so that we could make some recommendations. In Cindy's case, we ended up starting her on a magnesium supplement, which can be really beneficial for anybody who suffers from migraines. We also did a hormonal evaluation and found out that she would benefit from progesterone supplementation after she had ovulated each month. The magnesium helped somewhat for her, but when we added in that progesterone medication, we really were able to decrease not only the frequency but also the severity of her migraines. When Cindy came back to see me a couple months after starting on the progesterone, she had only suffered from one migraine in that whole time. Even that one was much less severe, and she was able to manage it with over-the-counter medication. She was able to get herself off of all of the other regular daily prescription medications that the neurologist had prescribed, and was also able to get to a point where she wasn't missing work anymore. Cindy was able to go back to her regular daily activities without having these migraines that controlled her life. 
Now, when we look at the difference between classic migraines and what we call a menstrual migraine, the only thing that's different is that it has a more of a specified date range, typically ranging anywhere from three days before through three days after the onset of your period. Now, as was the case for Cindy, we know that women can still have migraines at other times throughout their cycle, but they are typically more intense or more frequent around the time of the menses, and that's what defines that menstrual migraine. Migraines are typically defined as more severe headaches, which can be accompanied by sensitivity to light or sound, as well as other symptoms like nausea, vomiting, dizziness, or even confusion. Some people will experience an aura, which can include visual changes or smelling or hearing things before the headache actually begins. You know, there's a lot of different reasons that we consider as far as why migraines might occur and specifically why menstrual migraines are more common. One theory is that the decrease in estrogen that happens in the later part of your cycle after ovulation can actually trigger the migraine. Other causes can include being deficient in certain vitamins, not getting enough sleep, having increased levels of stress, or certain foods that can trigger a migraine. So when it comes to treatment options, really we have quite a lot to choose from. There are a few different classes of prescription strength medications that you can use for migraine prevention. Now most primary care doctors and neurologists are very familiar with those, and these medications certainly work really well for some people. Unfortunately, these meds can come with some pretty frustrating side effects though, including heart palpitations, low blood pressure, dizziness, brain fog, confusion, or even some memory issues. And you know, none of these are fantastic side effects to have when you're somebody who's already suffering from the pain of a migraine. The other type of medications that we often use are what we call the episodic medications. So these are the ones that you would take just when you have the onset of a migraine to try and stop the symptoms or minimize their severity. These can include prescription or over-the-counter medications. The tough thing is that many of these treatments also come with their own inherent side effects. Drowsiness is a really common one, as well as nausea, and people oftentimes need to go to sleep after they have taken these meds to let the side effects wear off. Now, I'm not sure to say that any of these medications are bad or that we shouldn't try them, because they certainly can be beneficial for people. However, for those of you that find the medications just aren't cutting it, I would offer a couple alternatives here, especially if your migraines are more severe around the time of your menstrual cycle. Now, one common supplement as we had used with Cindy is called magnesium, and this is available over the counter. The recommended dose is typically anywhere between 200 to 600 milligrams taken once a day. Magnesium has a really calming effect on the nervous system, and so we actually use it to treat a lot of different things. What we find is that it is very effective at decreasing the episodes and the severity of migraines, as well as for people who are suffering from daily or chronic headaches. A couple other supplements that we often utilize to help with migraine treatment include coenzyme Q10, butterbur, and riboflavin, which is also known as vitamin B2. Now, if you're somebody who wants to try over-the-counter supplements first, you could certainly try any of these for a couple months to see if they have any effect. 
Unfortunately, we don't always know which supplements may work best for each individual, but it's at least a place you can start. One of the common things I utilize to treat menstrual migraines, as we had talked about, is that luteal phase progesterone support. Now, we typically will do this after doing lab evaluation and determining that the person has a progesterone deficiency, as treating it will help to boost estrogen, which evens things out a bit in trying to combat that estrogen drop that occurs in the later part of your cycle. Progesterone really just has a calming effect on the hyperexcitability of the neurons that occurs and can trigger the migraines. Now, there are also some interesting case studies that look at not only how progesterone can work and help, obviously, for all of the different menstrual cycle things that we treat, but there's also been some interesting cases showing that progesterone can decrease the frequency of seizures for women that are prone to having them in their luteal phase or around the time of their menses. By treating with progesterone, that can actually decrease or eliminate the seizures that are happening in that luteal phase. This can be pretty profound when it comes to looking at hormones and the hyperexcitability of your nervous system, whether that is causing seizures, migraines, or other nerve-related issues. Now again, the goal of any treatment is to get to a point of significantly decreasing or eliminating the number of migraines that you're having per month especially around the time of your menstrual cycle. Even if you are still having migraines, we aim to decrease the severity of those symptoms and to give you that quality of life back, as we did in Cindy's case, which can make all the difference in the world. Now, if you're ready to evaluate your menstrual migraines further, I would love the opportunity to work with you. You don't have to continue suffering, and I would love to work together to get your symptoms under better control. Go to our website, radiantclinic.com, to learn how our care model for natural women's healthcare can benefit you. From our website, you may also schedule an in-person appointment to see me in the Cedar Rapids area or arrange for a telehealth visit if you live in the state of Iowa. While you're at the website, don't forget to sign up for our email newsletter to keep in the loop about new updates happening at Radiant Clinic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this podcast with someone in your life who would benefit from our services. Remember to subscribe to this podcast for more empowering content. I sincerely appreciate your support and I look forward to sharing more with you on our next episode of Cycle Wisdom.